0: Welcome back. It is another great week. Uh, we have had an awesome Easter and a great time celebrating our resurrected Savior. And we're back for another episode of Sharpening Your Sword. i um, Pastor Mike. And Mark. And it is good to be together. We have another great uh, question to bring to you today that uh, was submitted to us. And we've taken a lot of time coming uh, dealing with this one, mm-hmm. uh, getting, getting everything ready. So
1: is an uh, Easter bunny's foot extra lucky? Is that? No, that's uh, probably, no, prob- right? probably, probably not the question. Probably not
0: the question, no. no okay. uh, although uh, milk chocolate over dark chocolate, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's, that's definitely. Yeah. And, and uh, definitely good on black jelly beans. How
1: long can you keep those Easter eggs in the fridge before they go bad?
0: Who even lets them stay in the fridge? They're gone the first day. So, but black jelly beans? No. Oh, come on. No, nope. nope. sorry. Love black jelly beans. No, nope. love black jelly beans. All right. Anyway, we those aren't the questions we're talking about today. Nothing to do with what we're talking about. We actually have a far more serious question, mm-hmm. and uh, and one that uh, I we wanted to commit the entire half hour to because it it is that. Complex in that series of a question. And that simply is Does demon possession still happen? And this came out of uh, a reading in the scripture submitted by one of our congregation members. And when I saw the question, I went, Oh my, that is a great question. But mm-hmm. we really need to back up a little bit before we beep, get into beep, that. Beep. Back it up. And, and start with more of a simple question of what in the world are demons mm-hmm. and do they still exist and what power do they have and, 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 and all mm-hmm. of that. And so let's begin with the simple question of what are demons and, and what does the Bible, how about we put it that way, what does the, the Bible tell us? That demons are and, and where do we see them in the scripture? Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, demons are spirits, mm-hmm. and and I, I guess we should start with the overall overarching comment of yes, they're real, yes they exist, but let's define them.
1: And, and where did they come from?
0: They are fallen angels. Ah, they are they are the fallen angels. That so uh, so if we
1: were to go to Revelation chapter twelve, say we'd read about the the fall of Satan. And the fact that when he was kicked out of heaven, he took a third of the angels with him. They were right. rebelling against God.
0: Right. And so they are the uh, demonic spirits that are on this realm, this this earth in, in the spirit form, that are seeking whom they may devour. Mm-hmm. And they are against the ways of God. And they are, are going against anything that, I mean, they are, in a sense, evil. The very opposite of, of what uh, a holy God, what our holy God is and who he is. And, and mm-hmm. they are seeking to, to take as many humans with them as, as they can. And so they, they are certainly, they, they have intelligence uh, they, they are typically termed, like I said, evil spirits. They recognize, but here's the thing what the scripture tells us, and you see this in, in the book of Acts and in Luke and in Matthew. There are so many different passages that we can, we can pull out here, but that the scripture tells us that even the demons recognize Christ as the Son of God they, they know that, they believe in God, and they tremble at his name. They are obedient to him in the sense of they, when, when he speaks or his people speak in his name, they must obey, and, and they tremble, and, and they recognize the power of Jesus' name used by his appointed servants, and we're going to come back to that, mm-hmm. uh, appointed servants to exorcise them out and and so we we understand that and they look forward in terror to the judgment they recognize that the judgment is coming Mm -hmm. and they look forward to that in terror unlike God's servants who look forward to it with joy and and with a a certain amount of anticipation Mm -hmm. and so demons are certainly very very real and they are ever present on this earth And so they do exist today. And it's
1: it's not like they took a vacation two thousand yeah. years ago and said we'll wait for the second coming before we show up again.
0: Yeah, yep. e- exactly. And so, uh, in in what ways do we do we see them today? How how might they manifest themselves uh, today?
1: Well, we we see them in all of the, the you know the the Bible calls them. Uh, deceivers uh, spreaders of lies uh, says that they will they will spread false doctrine so uh, i believe that's one of their chief activities is just uh, spreading lies about god and uh, deceiving even believers in what who god is and and uh, what god stands for so uh, i think that's that's one of the chief things right there
0: what can what, what do we see that they that they can do
1: well, they they have they have powers. It's not unlimited powers, but they do have powers to harass. Uh, I, I believe that they, they can uh, they can bring on illness. They can uh, bring on the the you know the stresses of life. Um, I I think we could attribute addictions, some addictions, to the work of of Satan right. and to demonic possession in a in a person.
0: Do I do do I have to be worried about the, their influence in my life?
1: Well, as a believer, as a right. believer, there's there's a, a couple of things we need to highlight here. Uh, and we're probably going to say this more than once. If you are a believer, you cannot be demon possessed. Right. The Holy Spirit lives in you, so the demons don't have room. That that hotel's already occupied. Right. However, however, as a Christian. You can certainly be deceived, you can be harassed by demons, um, but it they don't have the power to break through God's protective barrier unless you allow them through.
0: Right, and and that's why I asked that question. Mark and I had, had said coming into this that we wanted to state this a few times and probably in a few different ways to you. That And, and, and this is why one of the many reasons why we are spending so much time uh, focusing on the sharpening of your sword and knowing the Word and that because y- yes if, if you are a child of God if you have the Holy Spirit living within you Satan has no dominion over you you hear me say that if you're in worship here with us you'll hear me say that a lot uh, over the course of Sundays I repeat that because we need to remember it that Satan if, if we are walking with Christ he has no dominion over us. In the name of Jesus, he must flee. Will mm-hmm. he try and tempt you? And we're we're always going to have temptation around mm-hmm. us. That's Satan trying to tempt you. But if you are in Christ, you as, as Mark said, you know the Holy Spirit's living within you. Satan has no room there. And if you are, if if you have His Word, how did Jesus combat Satan? He used the Word of God. He showed mm-hmm. us how to do it. Yep. And, and, and what it is for us. And so it's, it's very important for us to understand. We're not, we're not trying to scare people today and make you just so fearful of every turn that the boogeyman or the demons are out to get you. He, is he trying to tempt you? Yes. But if you're in Christ, you, 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 you tell him where to go. You tell him what's up. And, and you, you have that authority and you need to have the word in your heart and in your mind because mm-hmm. you will speak that word back to Satan and he will tremble and flee mm-hmm. or his demons. And, and so we, we need to under, understand that. And, and so we, we cannot say that enough. Now, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, if you are not walking with Christ, you're putting yourself at great peril.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, and it is something, as, as Mark said, with the, with the addictions, with the things of this earth that are there to trip you up, that are, that are lies that Satan is throwing at you, that, that are there for you to entertain him and, and invite him into your life. There are many ways that we can do that, that we can yeah. entertain demons.
1: We're, we're told to put on the full armor of God. So right. while we have that armor on, Satan and his and his minions can't touch us. But if we choose not to put that armor on, or if we take it off, set it aside, then we are vulnerable.
0: Yeah. We or if we are it. foolishly dancing with one foot in the kingdom mm-hmm. and, and one foot in the world, I know yep. so many uh, Christians who are are doing that. They're they're playing with fire, mm-hmm. and and they're they're looking. You know, some of the ways that that we can enter, entertain. You know, there, there are certain things that, that are out in the world around us that are passing themselves off as okay or as entertainment. Ouija boards we talked about, um, horror movies that glorify demons and glorify uh, demonic possession. And we go, oh, well, that's just a movie. You're entertaining demons. Ghosts, discussion. Are, are ghosts real?
1: Well, No.
0: No, no. Let's, it, uh, it, a, a blanketed it, no on that. It, but
1: it, it says that that they cannot, you know, somebody who has died hasn't can't come back right from the dead and walk around a month. Yeah. Aunt it,
0: Sally is not. And yeah. if you have an Aunt Sally, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, our our, our our ancestors are not inhabiting our house, waiting for us to come back so they yeah. can have a they nice conversation. They aren't with there us. to
1: warn us or to help us or to yeah. be our friends or anything like that. Part of ghost is is no
0: yeah and and before i get comments on the facebook page or on the youtube page and say well you don't know what i've experienced you know what if you have experienced something that you think is a ghost or a relative can i tell you that that's simply not true what you have experienced are demons okay there there are not human ghosts running around this Mm. earth when you die you go one of two places you go to heaven or you go to hell and that is it. You don't. There's no ethereal plane yeah. that we're just waiting to go to the there's white it, light.
1: There's not a revolving door on heaven yeah. or hell. You can't just go in and out, in and out, in and, and out. And our ancestors
0: yeah. are not up there working things out for us here on this earth. No, nope. They are in nope. heaven. We have angels. There are angels mm-hmm. that are ever interceding for us. And right. there are angels and things like that. Protecting That's a whole, us. a whole different discussion for another day. But our our ancestors, when they die, do not become ghosts. Mm-hmm. And they don't get wings and become angels. Angels are something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that's for a different discussion. But as it pertains to demons, if you are if you are studying ghosts or ghost hunting or th- you're entertaining demons, if yeah. you're watching paranormal TV shows, you are opening up a door to demons.
1: And and those demons will take on the appearance even. Or the sound of yes. of a loved one, or whatever they they can disguise themselves. They are deceivers, so right, um, right. you know. That's, that's just why people say, you,
0: "Yeah, well, I had a Ouija board, and it said this." You know, that was. It
1: sounded just like my uncle Carl.
0: Yeah, exactly, and and that's the deception. And, but your those are ways that we entertain demons. Um, music, another way to enter music mm-hmm. that glorifies things that are opposing God. Mm -hmm. Now that opens up a whole big category of music, doesn't it? Uh, But we must understand that you are entertaining things that are not of God. Therefore, you are entertaining and opening up a door to demons and to the influences of Satan. Uh, these are all ways that we, if we are drawing closer to God, if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, if we, are, if we are becoming more like Him, these are the things where God is trying to transform us and change us as we surrender to Him. Not trying to, He does transform us. I want to make sure I get that right. That He is helping us to tune those things out so that we are not doing those things.
1: Yeah. It says that, that the more time we spend around God, the more we will recognize His voice. And we'll know that those other voices are deceivers.
0: Oh, that whole thing about him being the good shepherd? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's where that comes from. The good shepherd is there protecting us so we know his voice Mm -hmm. and not the voice of the wolf in sheep's clothing trying to get us. Exactly. Ah, see, now you understand the whole good shepherd thing. Yeah, that's that's why Jesus uses that parable. Mm -hmm. He is the... or or that... uh, uh, um, illustration for us is because Uh he is that good shepherd for us as we draw closer to him. And we need to hear, Uh hear that, that voice. And so then what, what about demon possession? Let's go back to that original or original question. Are people possessed the way that we see with Legion in the scripture where, Jesus encounters the Gerasene demoniac, and he says, I am legion, which means an entire army of those angels had taken on this man.
1: Well, You know, I think one of the issues is that in our modern, rational, scientific world, we've kind of dismissed all those uh, stories about demon possession and said, well, those people in the Bible, they didn't understand, you know, about mental illness or, you know, physical uh, disorders so that they attributed those, you know, Legion, he just had schizophrenia. That was all that was wrong with him. Uh, and it's so, it's real easy for us to just write things off. And we are not saying that, that mental illness doesn't exist. And we want to be really careful uh, in attributing, you know, demon possession to somebody who is mentally right, ill.
0: Right, right, or, Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And, and you're, I'm, I'm glad you said it. We Don't hear us say that every mental illness is a demon possession. That is not what we are saying. Uh, There there is a difference and Mm -hmm. and there are. Can demon possession manifest itself as mental illness? Yes. Yes. Is all mental illness demon possession? No. No. Okay.
1: Get your Venn diagram out. And And
0: understand that. Um, There are. You know, I, I when I think of people who I would think of as being potentially demon possessed, someone that you point to and you say that person is pure mm-hmm. evil. Mm-hmm. Somebody that is a when we hear people that are psychopaths, people that you you look at, we hear in the news or or you see in in courtrooms, and and they just seem to have absolutely no conscience whatsoever. You know, that's that's one where you would look at that and go. Yeah maybe. Uh very could very well be likely. Yeah. How do we how do we as Christians recognize that and 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 call that out?
1: Well, this is a spiritual matter. That's yes. that's what we got to start yes. with is is uh and we you know when we talked earlier about world view, part of that is having spiritual eyes to see what is a, what is a physical issue and what is a spiritual issue. So That's going to take discernment, wisdom that can only come from God. Right. You know, on my own, you know, I can't just use my my intelligence to go, that person demon possessed, that one mental illness.
0: Right. And there's there's no prescribed formula for it either, you know.
1: No check boxes. You yeah. Know.
0: Well, this person did. You know, this person threw up some pea soup in their head spin. I I, spun, I, I think <laughs> okay. they're 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 demon possessed. That's,
1: you know? uh, that might be. <laughs> if your head spinning <laughs> while you're vomiting pea soup, then you know yeah, that, that might uh, be. That yeah, might be. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know, not that we want to glorify that movie, but you know, it's it's there's no prescribed checklist for this. Mm. It is, and and I would caution anybody from walking around and just pointing fingers going, oh, that person's demon-possessed, and and you get a demon-possession, and you get a (laughs) demon-possession. I mean, we got to really be careful. Everybody's got one. Yeah, and and again, we we don't want to make light of this because it is such a serious subject. But uh, it is so important that when when we think about the fact that – we do have authority you've heard us say it we'll say it again we do have authority over over the demons as christians when we are filled with the holy spirit god calls us to speak against them and to cast them out at the name of jesus Mm -hmm. but the only way that we truly do that is through a right relationship a close relationship Mm -hmm. with christ and with great care and then the words that come out of us and that's that's why we sharpen our sword that's that's why we spend time in the word of God and why the scripture is so vitally important and why we do that with prayer and and we we surrender ourselves to God and to his ways to be transformed by him because as we do that then the words that are coming out of us the words that we say when we were if we were to encounter an individual who is possessed by demons, then the words that are coming out of us are his words. Mm-hmm. They're not our words. Yeah. They're not our ways. It's not our authority we speak under. It's God's authority. And and so I, I would say not, you know, it's not for anyone to try and do that who is not in that kind of a relationship with God
1: yeah we you know there's a there's a great story in in the Bible where uh the disciples were trying to, to cast out a, a demon and it just wasn't working for him and Jesus comes along boom takes care of that and the disciples go how come we couldn't do that and what does Jesus tell them?
0: It's, it, he, it's gotta be, it's, it's gotta be in the name of Christ and, yeah. and and it's gotta be him doing it.
1: Yeah. It, it, it all has to do with the, the, the power of our belief in God rather than, you know, some magical formula that we possess in ourself.
0: Yep. Yep. And, and that's so, so very important for us to understand that, that this is a spiritual battle mm-hmm. as Christians. This is not something that, that you need to be fearful of that in if you were to be fearful of it i would tell you that that's another way of entertaining and submitting yourself Mm -hmm. to satan Mm -hmm. because his way is fear that's why over the last couple of years with all this i have been so anti-fear because you know there's a difference between wisdom and fear and, and anything
1: that enslaves is right. from Satan. Right. And, and fear and, is a powerful form of enslavement.
0: And, and he has used that for centuries, mm-hmm. uh, millennia, to, to keep people bound up in their fear, to keep you from acting as a Christian, doing the things you should do, keep you from worshiping, keep you from drawing closer to God, uh, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the last thing we want to do is perpetuate that fear but we want you to be wise. We want you to be aware. We want you to be alert to, to what is going on and to be all the more vigilant in your relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. to take it seriously, to not take it for granted, to draw closer to him in his word and in prayer, to seek him first and to allow him to give you the eyes of Christ to see the things around you and recognize them for what they are and to tune out the things of this world and replace them with the things of God.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and we have to be we have to realize that just because something is popular just because our friends say it's a good thing uh, just because society says, oh, this is a great thing, does not mean it is a good thing. Um, um, I, you know, one of the, the lessons I've had to learn over and over again uh, the last decade and a half is don't mess around with sin. Don't peek over the edge. Don't see what it's all about. Stay away from it. Flee from sin.
0: Yeah, and it masquerades itself in so many pretty mm-hmm. ways.
1: There's yeah. the, uh, the, I, I love the uh, acronym FOMO, fear of missing out. And Satan uses that one against us. Oh, everybody's watching that program. You know, oh, when,
0: everybody's using that social when, network, when, when walking yeah.
1: dead came out, I mean, I just heard over and over again, Oh man, this is a great show. You got to watch the walking dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, the, or the things evil. that are, yeah. The things that we think are, are funny that we catch ourselves laughing at. And we mm-hmm. go, wait a minute. That's making fun of something that is opposing the very things of God, mm-hmm. and we're laughing at it. And I catch myself doing that sometimes. And I go, "Wait a minute, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. That is not okay." And and it's and it's we we need to we need to be aware of those things because in all of those ways, mm-hmm. we open ourselves up to being tempted and and essentially entertaining demons and and that's you know again not trying to draw fear just trying to make you aware of, of what is out there so it, it was a heavy conversation but one that we we w- would have done a disservice if we didn't have it and there's a you know there's so much more there feel free to as always to ask us questions in the comments either on Facebook or on YouTube uh, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. I certainly hope that uh, your week has been going well with uh, af- after the celebration of our risen Savior. And I hope he is just al- as alive to you today as we celebrated on, on Sunday because he is. Mm-hmm. And we still live in that same victory every single day, not just that one day yep. a year. And as always, I'm going to tell you what I tell you. Every time we're together at the very end, I want you to know God loves you so much. And uh, in light of our conversation today, he is the ultimate authority, man. He, there is no one like him. Mm-hmm. Satan has, is not even on the same playing field, let alone playing level, as God. Yep. And uh, our God is awesome and, and worthy to be praised. And that same God, loves and adores you. I hope you know that today and I hope you live in that reality. We'll see you back here on Sunday morning and again next week for Sharpening Your Sword. Uh, Have a great day. Goodbye.